We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. I love wine, but sometimes it can get really expensive, which is why I'm so excited that today's episode is brought to you by Last Bottle Wines. If you don't know, they're a Napa-based online wine shop with a twist. They offer just one hand-picked wine per day until it sells out, which is often an hour's. So new day, new wine, always at incredible prices. We're talking 30 to 70% off retail. And the best part is that there's no subscriptions, no fees, and no minimum purchase. Just a daily email with a really great wine. They're offering Datable listeners 10% off your first order with code Datable. And now is such a great time to join as their marathon sale is coming up on March 28th and 29th. They flip that one day rule on its head and offer back to back deals, which means that wines are only up on the site for a couple minutes at a time and shipping is 100% free. They send us a mini marathon package of some of their favorites and let me tell you, they were delicious. Sign up at lastbottlewines.com and use the code datable and find out why Last Bottle is the most fun way to discover and buy amazing wine. Hi, I'm Yui Shu. And I'm Julie Kraftchik. We're active daters turned dating sociologists. Here to dive into everything modern dating and relationships. Welcome to the Dateable Podcast. Hello, Dateable fam. So good to see you all, but not really see you. So good to have you listening to us. Julie, do you remember we had to do this ad for a game called Best Fiends? And we thought it was called Best Friends. It was just so weird. It was like... I can't even describe how many times I want to say best friends, but it was best fiends. So I almost said, hello, dateable fiends. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I do forget that there's a bunch of people listening to this. Sometimes like when it's just you and I talking, it doesn't fully yeah. sink in until it's out there. And I'm like, oh, yeah, a lot of people are wonderful listening people. to this. Wonderful people. Yes. Wonderful, <laughs> awesome people listening to this. And every once in a while, we get a DM from you or an email. And it's like, whoa. Hello, someone's listening. Great. Well, okay. We know a lot of people are listening. We don't know who is listening. The other day, someone asked me about this and they just assumed like we saw people's names. 
Huh? I was at a friend's birthday and yeah, it came up and they were like, oh yeah, you know who's listening. And I'm like, we see numbers. So we definitely know the numbers of the podcast, but we have no idea no. on specific people or like even we'll see like they live in Los Angeles, but we won't know who it is. Oh, actually, now I totally remember the reference. It was if your ex was going to listen because of the episode that went out last week. (laughs) Well, he should listen, but he's not going to. (laughs) That was the reference. I'm like, oh, my God, why were we talking about this? There it is. Yeah. Well, no way in hell he will. But his friends will. Hello, friends of the ex. Fiends. Hey, fiends. Uh, hello, fiends. Exes fiends. fiends. All his fiends who listen to this podcast are my fiends. You're my fiends. <laughs> there is no division there. Well, in my mind, fiends, we have a good episode for you today. <laughs> okay, so we've been playing around with this idea of, I can't remember who said this, but it was like, you and Julie kind of have similar views on dating. and You never really debate or fight on a topic. And it's true. We are pretty aligned with our views. But what if we did an intentional episode where we debate on a topic where we have to take a side, even if it's a side that we don't agree with. I like it. Just so we can see the other perspective. And it's actually such a great practice for everything in life. Mm-hmm. Debate the opposite side and see what you find and learn. Yeah. So we have a really fun topic. So UA told me about this idea and I was like, I actually can think of a really good one. So many of you may be familiar. There are tons of groups out there on Facebook mm-hmm. of are we dating the same person, give or take. There's, yeah. I know, are yeah. we dating the same guy? It's in pretty much every major city. And there's other ones out there that are in the same realm. And I heard a rumor through the grapevine that there was, are we dating the same woman? We're starting to pop up like as a retaliation for the, are we dating the same guy groups? And is this your boo is the other one? (laughs) Yes. So there's a lot of these. So basically at the core, what these are is if people suspects that the person they're dating may be cheating or there's some red flag or something shady, Shadiness. they'll put them in the group. Yep. Or they'll, maybe they've never experienced any of this, but they just want to be preemptive. And they want to put them out there and see if other people had experiences dating this person. Mm-hmm. As someone that's not dating, I still find it mind-blowing because... I may have lurked in some of these groups before, I'll admit it. And it's very fascinating of just, first of all, how people actually recognize the same people. Mm. Like you would think on dating apps in major cities that you wouldn't actually encounter the same people over and over. And, you know, the one that I was in with SF Bay Area it's not even just San Francisco. It's the entire Bay Area. <laughs> and people were like, oh, yeah, I know that guy. Like, crazy, right? But Julie, remember West Elm Caleb? Yes, it reminds me of that. Was in fucking New York City. All these women were dating the same guy. And also, if you remember, you and I had a friend <laughs> in SF who dated the same guy. And we actually caught him on a date with another <laughs> girl while we were out with her. Yeah. She was like, is that? Yeah, so it's very plausible. So are these good? Are they a good use of our time? Do they help us get ahead of things? Do they warn us of bad situations? Mm. Or are they just playing into the negativity? Yeah. That's what we're going to discuss today. (laughs) (laughs) This is what we're going to debate today. So I've got two sticky notes. One is for and one's against. Okay. I have them in my hands right now. I'm going to shake it up. 
And I'm going to hold it up. And then, Julie, you get to pick a hand. Ooh, I'm going to go right. You're arguing for four. Oh, <laughs> this is actually very interesting. Yeah, okay. okay, I'm excited. If anything, the girl that just got cheated on would be arguing four. Yeah. But hi. All right. Yes, I will definitely argue four, but it would be good if I'm missing some points that you see four and vice versa. We could probably also chime in at the end. Maybe at the end. Yes. Okay. Okay. okay the reason four, I can start off. You know, it's women helping women or anyone helping anyone, depending on where you are. You're paying it forward. You're warning someone of this bad behavior so they also don't waste their time or Mm -hmm. they also don't have the heartache and the emotional turmoil that comes from dating this person. You're hearing other perspectives from other people that may be in similar situations. Okay, I'm going to stop there for now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then I would challenge you by arguing against. I would ask, Well, in initial stages of dating and early dating, many people date multiple people. I certainly did that. You've done that. Is it fair to call people out at that stage Mm -hmm. and take away their chances of connection than, you know, just having people play it out and see what happens? Yeah. (laughs) I like how you're like, yeah. (laughs) But here's my counter. Yes, I hear you. Mm -hmm. But in dating... There's so many people out there. Mm-hmm. I don't want to waste my time on these known people that are going to break my heart. Mm-hmm. I need to preserve my own dating batteries. And I need to focus on people where I know there aren't any red flags. And maybe it's actually a precaution to put them up here. And best case scenario, no one comments on them. Is it really a red flag to be dating multiple people, especially in early dating? And I will bring it back to the last time I dated, I certainly dated multiple people because I didn't want to focus too much on one person because I know I get really in my head about one person. Mm -hmm. So it was nice to diversify my investments and then at the end, really figure out where my feelings focused or were drawn towards. And so I would say that Let people date multiple people in the beginning where they're trying to figure it out. They shouldn't be faulted for it. Yeah, but it goes deeper than that, right? It's not just about Mm. dating multiple people. It's about seeing that this person was like misogynistic or Mm. they cheated or they did something that you know would not align with the type of person you're dating. So instead of spending months trying to uncover and getting emotionally attached to someone, you can learn right away what their history is. So my thought about this is during all the Asian hate crimes were happening, people were posting videos of the people committing these crimes and outright just pointing fingers saying, this guy was racist to me at a restaurant. And I remember thinking, what does that actually do for him? Mm. Is that going to allow him to hate Asian people even more because now they're like outing him on social media or does it actually make him want to change? So my question is, what is the best vehicle to motivate and inspire people to change? If you just call them out on a website or on a Facebook group, does that actually inspire change in them or does it just make them hate women or men or whatever? The people who are posting hate these people even more. So they're not on the website, so they don't see that they're even being called out at the first place. I don't think the goal is to inspire change for these people. It's just to warn other women or men or whoever is dating, whoever is this person that's getting posted. Mm -hmm. It's to warn them so they don't fall for this person. 
I don't think anyone has the intention of trying to reform the person or putting anything out there that would help them. It's more about helping others avoid them. So as someone who was just cheated on a month ago, I would say, yeah, I want to warn all the women out there right now because this is still fresh to me. Mm -hmm. But in a year from now, do I still have the right to call out this person? Let's say I go on the website and someone's like, I'm dating this guy. Does anybody know him? Yeah, I know him from a year ago. He cheated on me. But do I... I still have the right to say that or do I allow that time to hopefully had them change. It's like, how do we give people the opportunity to change if we're always constantly calling out their mistakes? But people don't change. And once a cheater, always a cheater. (laughs) I got to argue for this side. (laughs) Yeah. And I agree with that to a certain extent, except I would just looking back at myself, I'm such a different person than I was in my 20s. I was an asshole in dating in my 20s. If someone had called me out of the UA in their 20s, nobody would date me now. I was not a very good person. So I would hope that people will give me the chance still now that I'm in my 40s. I mean, 20 plus years have changed, right? So I still feel like people need to be given that opportunity to show that they've changed. True, but there is a timestamp. We can see yeah. they usually will give context that it wasn't 20 years ago mm-hmm. where they encountered this person. And, you know, there are times where someone will actually vouch for them. They'll be like, I'm a coworker or I'm a friend. I know this person. And a lot of people will come back and be like, well, you didn't know them under a dating context. So your opinion almost doesn't matter. So it is kind of filtering for people that have been with them recently and can vouch for them as a dater or someone in the dating pool, Mm -hmm. the good or the bad. My issue with that then is that there are two sides to every story. So what someone's posting on these sites, the guy who's getting outed doesn't have a chance to rebuttal or to explain, even though if he's in the wrong, it's so good to hear both sides of the story. And I only say this because I've had these situations happen in the past where hearing the other side really put it into perspective for me. Nothing is one dimensional. But dating apps are one dimensional. They sure are. They sure are. And putting someone on these are and red flag hunts are also one dimensional. But sometimes you got to do what you got to do and make sure that you're not missing anything here. Yeah. It comes back to do you believe people could change or not? Do you believe that their core of who they're showing even at some glimpse of their life is reflective of who they are as a whole? I think a lot of people would say they do. And then it's like, what is the extent of these crimes that they've committed? Yeah. And how someone interprets these crimes. Like if you get ghosted by someone, you could interpret that as a crime posted on the group. And then someone else could be like, yeah, that's really bad. But is that really bad in the grand scheme of things? I feel like things could be taken out of context and exaggerated for those purposes. (laughs) I feel like I'm out of arguments. (laughs) Keep going, Julie. You got this. I I feel like I want to flip it because like, I think it would be interesting to hear your perspective of any good that can (laughs) come out of it. Because I mean, okay, my personal take, I know I had to play a role for this. My personal take is that Red flag hunts are hard to like judge off of because, you know, one person's experience isn't always the other person's. And I think it just fosters a environment of negativity. So I think alone for that, like, of course, we want to suss out the red flags. Of course, we don't want to waste time on the wrong people. But personally, I believe that the repercussion of just 
falling into that spiral of negativity is not worth it because I do believe there's more inherently good people than not good people out there. And of course, you might get some bad eggs along the way, but you're now projecting that negativity on the good people as well. And that's, in my opinion, no way to go into dating. Got it. In your most authentic opinion, you are against these sort of groups. In my most authentic opinion, yes, I am okay. against them. Got it. There's a side of me that sees like the helping perspective, but it kind of reminds me of like Yelp or remember there was that app Lulu a long time ago that mm-hmm. people would post. And it was like a review site for people they had dated. Essentially, it's a very similar thing. And, you know, even in Yelp, which is a food site, you get the Yelp bias that people either are 100% on board or they think it's the worst experience ever. Mm-hmm. You get the one star or the five star. Very rarely do you get the two to four range. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you're just going to get a skewed perception on sites like this. Mm-hmm. out of default. I guess in my most authentic opinion, I would be for <laughs> these groups with guardrails. Okay. Maybe I'm just speaking from a very emotional state right now, but if I could go somewhere and help save other women who could be in the wake of what just happened with my ex and I, I would do it. And I think it's because it's so fresh and so new. And he has been a predator and someone who's been trying to manipulate women. And I want to warn other women of what's been happening and also tell the side of the story of someone who was his partner for almost five years. But with the guardrails of time boxing it, because this happened within the last month. Mm -hmm. So this is still new. And also, what is the action? If someone were to encounter him, it'd be nice for me to give some sort of advice on the action. Mm -hmm. These are questions you could ask him. These are some things you should watch out for. Maybe it's not so like, don't go out with him. Yeah. But just it comes with a warning label so that you can make your judgment and decisions based on that. But again, I'm coming from still a very emotional state. Yeah. And you're also coming from a more extreme position too. Like I think there are certain, like you said, there's a wide range of what are the offenses on here. Yeah. And I would agree that like I would want to pay it forward and help someone if there was a situation where you knew that this would happen again. But also the other question is like, do we know it's going to happen again? Like maybe this person did learn their lesson. Right. And you are saying this like once a cheater, always a cheater mentality. But I think a lot of them are just people's personal experience. And even when there just wasn't like a romantic fit or there's judging of lifestyle, like, you know, if someone's like into polyamory or something like that and yeah see that's just yeah like that doesn't make it a bad person just not the right fit for you so exactly i mean i guess just my overarching take on it is the negativity it brings to your dating life like i know a lot of people comment on stuff and it's like is there anyone good out here? Like, is dating worth it? Because you're just seeing bad. No one is posting the good scenarios. Like, I'm not posting my partner in there being like, this is a catch because one, you don't want to like give that up to someone else. That'd be weird. And then also that would be weird, right? So like you're literally seeing like one bias. And I remember even with Lulu and those review sites, that's what ended up happening because if you went on a date with someone awesome, you're not going to like put them up and let other people people see how good they are. I think that's it. Like you get into this downward spiral of negativity and then it does make people feel very defeated. Yeah. So that's kind of the argument 
against it. And again, it goes back to this question you asked earlier, do people actually change? Julie and I were just talking about this before we recorded. I saw Leon last night. (laughs) Leon, one of our past guests who was very controversial on the show. He's done some ridiculous, disgusting things to women in the past. But now he's happily married with a kid and he wanted to check up on me after this breakup. And I can wholeheartedly say Leon has changed. Leon's not the same person anymore. But also Leon that we interviewed was from many years ago. So then it's like, how do you give people that opportunity for change, even though those women that he had burned probably are still holding some sort of grudge or still feel hurt by it? Mm. And if they had a forum to talk about, they would. But are they reflecting the current Leon or not? That's the question. Is it fair? Yeah. Not every situation you can always see the red flags anyways. So that's where it becomes. This is where it also is like a double-edged sword. Because like, let's say you post someone up there and then no one comments. Does that mean that they're safe? Or does that just mean that you happen to not find someone that knew them? Right. So it's like a false sense of security at that part. I mean, I think the best thing that you can do is trust your intuition as you're dating and you know like check in on how you're feeling and we've talked about like how do you feel in your body again of course this is in every situation there was a point you hit that you felt something in your body mm-hmm. and you knew you needed to check in on it i think that we try to shortcut dating a lot and this is a perfect example we're trying to skip to the end and basically ensure that we don't get hurt. Mm -hmm. But that sounds really good in theory, but I'm just not sure if it actually works in practice. Like I think in that sense, you just end up dating no one at that point because you're always like worried about what's going to unfold. So while, yeah, you don't necessarily want to get to years and years in and then have that sixth sense. But the reality is sometimes that is when it plays out. And that's when you had to find out and move on and move forward. Got it. Let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsor. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Going through my recent breakup has been one hell of a roller coaster, uncovering insecurities I never knew ran so deep. It's like my logical side tries to talk some sense into me, but my emotions have a way of taking over. Thankfully, my therapist has really helped me move forward. She's not just spouting comforting words. She's been guiding me towards some serious self-realizations that validate my worth. If you're at a crossroads in your life and are thinking about therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to fit your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com dateable today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E. This episode is sponsored by Via. We all know there are things that can help set the mood in the bedroom, but did you know a little THC could also do that? Yes, Via has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. This gummy, wow, it will awaken your senses, increase blood flow, and intensify any sexual experience. I've been pleasantly surprised by the High Love gummies because it is just the right amount of 
THC for me to have a good time without feeling sleepy. And hey, if THC is not your thing, Via also offers a wide array of other gummies without it. And everything legally ships in 50 states with discreet packaging directly to your door. So if you're over 21, you can get 15% off and a free pack of award-winning Dreams THC plus CBN sleep gummies with our exclusive code DATEABLE at ViaHemp.com. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to ViaHemp.com and use the code DATEABLE to receive 15% off and one free sample of their sleepy dream gummies. That's ViaHemp.com and use the code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from Via Hemp. This episode is made possible by Armoire. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out. Listen, I live in Southern California. There is absolutely no need for puffer coats or any sort of those winter jackets. But when I travel anywhere else in the world in these cold months, I'm often burdened with the task of getting winter clothes. And now with Armoire, I can just rent my winter wardrobe. It's brilliant. Right now, our listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash datable. That is armoire.style, spelled A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. We are so excited to share with you our new podcast, Exit Interview. Dates don't usually end with a satisfaction survey, and yet we rate everything in our lives, from Uber drivers to local coffee shops. So why don't we do the same thing when dating? We're here to conduct the ultimate romance review, featuring daters hungry for love who have agreed to call up old flames to gather honest feedback. Welcome to Exit Interview. He upgraded himself to business class while I was in economy. Wait, wow. What? There's feedback that will make you cringe. She could be a little bit hard-headed, like not reading the writing on the walls. And feedback that will make you swoon. When she said that she had feelings for you. I had no idea. Really? And maybe you'll learn a thing or two yourself about how you can be a better dater, lover, or partner. Obviously, like, knew I was going to learn something. I didn't expect this. Welcome to Exit Interview. Listen to Exit Interview on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It does make me wonder, are we playing with fate a little bit? Because I was asking myself this question while I was driving today. If I had known the outcome of my relationship, would I still enter into it five years ago? And I probably wouldn't have if I knew that. No, outcome, you definitely right? wouldn't have. <laughs> then I would have skipped five years of incredible deep learning. Yeah. And love. So is that worth skipping just because I want to avoid the ending? Same goes for how much of your partner's past do you want to know? If I had found out my partner had a track record for cheating on other people, mm-hmm. would I have entered into a relationship with him? Right. Probably not. Again, I would have skipped five years of incredible learning and deep love. 
I think now too, from this experience, there are certain things like you talked about last week that you will pay more attention to moving forward. Yes. And the reality is people can tell you all they want of, you know, how to look at things or avoid things. But I personally believe sometimes you just need to go through it. Like for me, I know I'll never be with someone again that says like, I'm not ready for a relationship or I don't think I can be in a relationship and like try to prove them. But if someone told me that, I'd be like, oh, of course I wouldn't do that. But until you're in it, you realize like, no, I absolutely like can't stand for that. Yeah. So I think you need to have lived experiences. Like you can't just read things either through other people's lenses or even in self help books or whatever, like it can be a guidance, but it can't be the only way you understand and interpret info. It goes back to all of these resources are meant to be tools for us to use. And if we misuse or abuse them, it's going to hurt us. So just like dating apps, dating apps are there to facilitate meeting other people. These groups are there to give you information. That's it. And it's up to you how you want to act upon that information. If I were already dating someone in a relationship with them and someone posted about them on one of these forums, I hope that I would go to my partner and say, hey, I saw this or I heard this. Yeah. I like to hear your side of the story. I want to know what happened instead of jumping to conclusions, right? We need to take accountability for what we do with this information. Yeah, I think with all these groups too, you need to weigh the pros and cons holistically. I've even told people this in our Facebook group, which is not posting people's photos and any of this at all. It's a lot more wholesome, I think. But there's been times where people will get into fights with other members or disagree with other members. Yeah. And typically what I say is you need to evaluate for yourself. Are you getting more good than bad in this group? Mm. We can't control every person that's in there. But Overall, do you have a net gain from this or a net loss? Mm -hmm. And I think these groups are the same. Of course, sure, they can warn you of a bad situation. But what are the other effects? I don't think people are thinking about the mental health impacts or just the negativity and views on dating holistically that come from this type of thing. Yeah, it's a very good point. How do we want to control this information and how it makes us feel? And if it's making you feel so negative and down and defeated about dating, it's not a good tool for you. No. It's time to get out because that's probably the vibe that's feeding into your soul. That's not good. But I can also see this. It's like in this age of information, we want all this information. Mm -hmm. But it's up to us to control how much information we receive because you can yeah. go down a rabbit hole can. of getting everything about everybody like wanting to know every detail of their past relationships and why things ended. But does that really help you with your current situation? But here's the thing, like in these groups, I hope they have these rules where you should be posting about anything that's around infidelity or around anything illegal, abuse. Yeah. You know, things like that the like- the real red flags. The real red flags that could put or someone in breakers. jail yeah. or like someone who lied about, like yeah. our friend who lied about having cancer to calm people, like shit like that, that absolutely yeah. needs to go public. Right. That's where it is, is there's a lot of extreme that's happening. And I think when people get through this red flag cycle, you can start to hang on to things that aren't actually red flags. We've done a bunch of episodes 
on this. Yeah. And I do think that's when it gets dangerous because, yeah, like, of course, you want a partner that texts you frequently. But if they are slow to text back, it's not a red flag necessarily. Like, it could be. Mm -mm. Maybe they're not interested in you or maybe they are just using you or whatever you're thinking. They also could be just a bad texter. Like, I think we're making a lot of assumptions when we're throwing a red flag to everything. Right. Or especially in this case, right? Like, let's say that was hypothetically what was posted. I don't know if it is, but Mm -hmm. maybe they just didn't like the person that was getting posted, right? Mm -hmm. Or if they ghosted or they were flaky on the date, like you don't know the dynamic between the two people at play. Oh, no. Maybe they were showing up that way because they just weren't interested in that person. Exactly. And also you're going to get bad apples in these groups where people make up shit because they were burned or scorned or wronged. It's just going to happen. So we're going to have to take it with a grain of salt. It's also similar to, has this ever happened to you that you start dating someone and you find out your, they've liked your friends yeah. on a dating app or hearted them or something like that. But it's an early dating. It's kind of a similar vibe. If we're talking about early dating, what do you do in that situation? I think I would look at it through, would this actually help them in any way? Yes. It comes back to this, there's a wide range of behaviors that could be taken to be bad, right? I don't even think that's a bad behavior. That's just yeah. the reality of a dating app. Even if, let's say, hypothetically... A guy says something super creepy to me and then my friend started dating them. I don't know if I would tell them because maybe they don't think it's creepy. Yeah. And maybe they learned their lesson. Like I would also hope that my friend would have enough common sense to see that a creepy thing when it happened with that person. Like they don't need to be on the lookout for it now because I told them. Yeah. That's what happens. You just end up looking for it. It gets so murky. Especially with dating apps where things could be delayed, like the timing of things could be weird. Do you remember when I first moved to San Francisco? I think I told you this. My friend was like, come out to dinner with me and my new boyfriend. And I show up and I was like, oh, shit, I just matched with this guy on Coffee Meets Bagel. Do you remember this story? Ish. I don't know. Yeah. They had just DTR. I mean, they were like official. I don't know when we matched, but I remember matching with him. And I didn't tell her till this day. I'm not going to tell her. They're no longer together. They ended up being together for like three years. But it, you know, there's like, I don't know, maybe there was a delay. Maybe we matched a long time ago and I just saw it. Yeah. Who knows? But to me, I was like, it's not my place to say anything now that they're together. Well, it's just like, is that cheating? Right. Like, maybe it is. Maybe this person's a sly ball, but like, maybe it's not. Like, it's just, I don't know if I would want to get in the middle of that. Yeah. Because it's so much gray area. That being said, if like, let's say someone was like liking my photos and they were dating my friend and then like a year in, they found out they were cheating left and right. Like, would I feel like an asshole not saying something? I know. That's the thing. It's hard. It's hard. Do you want to take all the precautions or do you want to just... Let it go. And also, I don't know, in my situation, there's some guys who just swipe on everybody and hoping for all the matches. That could have just happened yeah. a month ago. And then I just happened to have just swiped on him yeah. that day. I don't know. Is it worth calling out? But I also know their relationship didn't end very well. <laughs> Same thing. It's like, could I have prevented this from happening? No, we can't play with fate. We can't be big brother on something like this. They had to go through what they had to go through. Yeah, as much as I don't want to wish like a bad situation on anyone, but sometimes like we were saying earlier, like you have to go through it to then realize what signs to look for and realize what is important and to focus on. I guess the question is like, would you rather let it play out and then 
risk that happening and then become maybe more jaded towards dating? Or would you rather just become jaded towards dating immediately without anything happening because you're in these groups? That would be the question I would ask myself. Oh, yeah, I'd be the former. I'd rather learn first and then become jaded. So just being jaded first. Well, I think that's where it is. And I mean, we said this with Westdom, Caleb, too. It's like you can't control the ghosters or the people that are seeing a bunch of people at one time or whatever, the love bombers out there. All you can do is control yourself. And yeah, it sucks when you encounter them. We're not going to say it doesn't. But if you can, you know, like focus your time on becoming confident and secure in yourself and being able to walk away from these people over focusing all your time dwelling in this loop of Facebook groups talking about how terrible they are. I personally think it's a better use of your time because like even looking at you, UA, from last week, it's like, yeah, it sucks this happened. But because you built up skills to, Mm -hmm. you know, persevere through, you're able to move forward. Would we rather of it never happened? Absolutely. But ultimately, you've got to just deal with what life gives you because there's really no way to fully predict, even in, if you're in these groups, you just never know. Yeah, you can't fully prevent things from happening. No. You just can't. So, well. <laughs> What's our consensus? I think our consensus is these are tools. You can only see them as tools of giving you information. And it's up to you what you want to do with that information. Don't take it as an end all be all of making a decision and making a formed opinion and judgment on someone. Give everybody in the story a chance to tell their story. Yeah, I still don't believe there <laughs> there were the mental health effects that come from it is my personal take or just like mm. the negativity that comes from it. But everyone has their own thresholds. You have to check in with yourself. Is this actually helping me or hurting me and having that honest look and evaluating if this is actually good for you to be in this group? Check in with your heart. So we'd love to hear from you, our listeners. What do you think? Which side do you take? Are you for these groups? Are you against these groups? Have you been in these groups? Have you been burned (laughs) by these groups? We want to hear from you. They saved you. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure there are some stories that are like, thank God for this group. Mm -hmm. Save me from a bad apple. So we want to hear from you. You can DM us or you can email us, hello at datablepodcast.com. DM us at datablepodcast on Instagram. Or better yet, leave us a rating and review in Apple Podcasts, five stars. And in the body Mm -hmm. of your review, you can tell us what you think about these groups. You don't even have to mention the groups. You just say yay or nay. Yeah. Okay. It'll be our inside language. You can be like, yay, I'm all about (laughs) it. You know what I mean? That's it. Okay. You can be very elusive (laughs) in your body of your review and we'll gather up some of your opinions and maybe present them at a later episode. Love it. Yeah. It was fun. It was fun taking a different side and trying to push yourself to see the benefits. And yeah, you know, even though maybe my full perspective didn't change, I can still see why people are gravitated to these and how they could help. Yes. Yes. Seeing it from all different perspectives. Cool. We'll bring you more perspectives next week. For now, we're going to sign off. Stay Datable. The Datable Podcast is part of the Frolic Media Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram at Datable Podcast and visit datablepodcast.com for access to all the episodes and our premium programs. Also, make sure to subscribe today if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform so you are the first to get all the latest episodes. And most importantly, stay datable. Thank you.
At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com.